0: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
1: I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Welcome to the People Without a Tip podcast. We are the podcast. Nobody asked us to start giving you the opinions you didn't know you wanted to hear. Episode twenty-two with a bullet. With a bullet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, cowboy? <laughs> What's going on, man? Coming out of the gate, hot. Oh, I feel it. I oh yes, there there is some fire topics, fire topics. So. Should we start off with uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys win?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. What do you feel, buddy?
0: No, I feel that – you know what? That was a good win. I feel like we're actually starting to play some better football, even though – Are you
1: talking about, oh, Cowboys? You know what it looks like? It looks like they're having a lot of fun now. Yeah, even though, I mean, they just seem to –
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. They just seem to be – Playing better football, though, too. You know, I just think overall they look better on both sides of the ball, even though they're not perfect by any stretch. And but we can still get into the playoffs.
1: You know how crazy that is? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, last I checked, they have to win out their last two games, and everybody has yep. to lose. Well,
0: the Redskins have to lose out. That and... accurate. And and then the uh, Giants just have to lose one of their next two and they play the Ravens next. So I think they're done. So as long as Who has to lose one? The uh, Giants have to lose one game and they and they play the Ravens next week. And that's I think in Baltimore. So my guess is that the that the uh, Giants will lose that game and then the Redskins They played the Panthers this week. But I've said all along that I do not think that Dwayne Haskins is very good. Is the guy. And how in the hell they had him throw the ball 55 times on Sunday (laughs) is beyond me. I mean, you don't even have Mm. Alex Smith throw the ball that many times. And you have this guy – Throwing the ball that many times and you expect to beat the Seahawks? Nah. I,
1: that that smells like desperation.
0: Yeah. And I think that they know that they better get Alex Smith back because if not, I can see the Panthers beating them. And then guess who they play in week 17? That would be the Dallas Cowboys, which would be for the division. So if, you know, we handle business against the Eagles on Sunday. So.
1: I don't, I'm not liking the Eagles because – Yeah. Um,
0: you know what? Let's get into that real quick. What do you think about this whole quarterback situation that is now taking place in uh, Philadelphia? You know,
1: did we talk about this last week? Um, I don't remember. But well, the discussion of who was better, Dag versus Wentz, is dead. Um, oh, it's dead. There's no doubt about it. Um, I do know that Wentz wants out of Philly now since now they've gone with Hurts.
0: I did see that, too, and that's very interesting. He says that he has no interest in uh, being a, uh, a backup, backup and uh, and um, really hasn't liked how this whole thing has kind of played out, which is going to now come down to the owners and then the management. Are you going to side with and Carson Wentz and maybe change coaches or – are you going to stick with Hertz and maybe stick with Peterson? And, I mean, I just don't know how you trade that contract for Wentz. I mean, who, oh, in, really? hell, I mean, who in the hell is going to take that on unless you're Jaguars. the – Jaguars. New York Jets, who I am so happy that I'm not a fan of this week, but we can get into that later.
1: But Boy, you know. I'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, I think yeah. that whole quarterback, the whole quarterback situation in Philly is interesting. Um, I do think <clears> Hurts <throat> is the guy they need to go with because I think at at, at some point – everybody saw Wentz lost the team. And even with a young guy like Hertz, even the, even even right now, let's say the few successes that he's had, it's because nobody has any film on the guy. Nobody has film on him, so, you know, he's going out there completely on a clean slate, and that's why they're having the success they had last week and, you know, not too bad of a success. So, you know, they lost, but, you know, yeah. he still played okay for a guy who was just thrown to the wolves for the most part. Yeah, you know. Um, I it's mean, real interesting. He's the change they needed.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he is, like, I don't know if he's like Dak or, you know, I don't see him being as like a, a Kyler Murray or, you know, I mean, someone like that. Um But, I mean, I do think that he fits, I think, what Doug Peterson wants to do offensively more than Wentz. And plus I just think Wentz has lost confidence and he might just need a, a fresh start somewhere, or I don't know. I, you know, I I mean, you just never know. I, so.
1: The term is he needs a change of scenery. That's my favorite term.
0: Yep. Change of scenery, which, which again, which is, you know, so then it brings us back to, I'm just curious what you think about this. So, because I know we have talked about this and you have always said that we needed to a uh, pay deck. And then you see that the Eagles who, you know, they signed wins maybe a year or two early and we waited. So now we could possibly still get out of it, even though I don't think we will, but, you know, I mean, I don't know who played it smarter or who played it dumb. I, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, I don't know.
1: That's a tough one to call because with Dak's injury now, everybody's like, "Oh, the Cowboys dodged a bullet." But yeah. also, you look at the shitty quarterback play on the whole division, and everybody says, "Well, the Cowboys kind of are lucky though because, you know, they don't have such a bad quarterback." And I think everybody realized once Dak went down that he wasn't as bad as people make it, made it seem to be. Uh, yeah, now you're now you're stuck with the bill if you if you know if you if they want it, but.
0: I, I mean, mean who that's what you are going to go with? I mean, that's a big cap hit for a backup quarterback. And that's why I laugh because they're now going to be, you know, now that, you know, he might not be their guy. He might um, not. You know, they're stuck with that contract. And, you know, even, I mean, even if they trade him, they're still going to have to take that cap hit, which, you know, I know we yeah. talked about last week. So, yeah, it's
1: uh, it's not looking too good in Philly. So – it's not looking too good and I'm and that excites me. Yes, me too. Me too. If if you, everybody would just look at the information in front of you. Everybody, Philly did this to themselves. They laid out the plan that Wentz was never the guy. The minute they erected that that statue uh, up at the at their stadium. The minute that they let the fans question whether Nick Foles was the guy or Wentz was the guy back, you know, years ago. That is all on Philly. They did. They they made their bed, Callaway. Now they're sleeping in it, and they don't like it.
0: Yeah, yep. And you know what? I don't feel sorry for him one bit.
1: You know, I did see this that Jalen, and, and you know, we'll end it with this: that Jalen Hurts does run more of an RPO offense, kind of like Nick Foles was running back when he had that success with Philly, and maybe he, maybe Hurts can turn into the guy. And I thought that was interesting. I read that in an article today, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So, so now there's a possibility that Hurts can run the type of offense that maybe that. Well, that's if Doug stays. I think Doug is gone after this year. No way you well, keep him on. He he, he declined. I mean, he, he, he you had a you had a franchise quarterback decline under your reign. How can you keep him? That's what I. Well, that's what I say.
0: Usually, and and again, you know, I don't know, but I just say usually a Super Bowl win in a city that hasn't had one in how many years usually buys you at least three years.
1: He's Two two
0: Two. since he won it. Right. So I don't know. I mean, that's where I think management's going to have to make the decision. Um, I don't think he's a bad coach. And if he does get fired, I would, I would, I would almost bet my house that he has a head coaching job.
1: This next season. Oh yeah, so, most most definitely. So you know what? Let's talk about next season with, with um. It's a good segue. Adam Gase is oh, he going to be back? Is he going to oh, be back next year? So next we're season?
0: still. So we're still on the Adam Gase watch. What, what is this week? What
1: week sixteen? I think <laughs> or week fifteen.
0: <laughs> and we're still on the okay. So they got to win. They got to win. win. And it couldn't have been the worst – it is possibly the worst thing that could have happened, seriously, for the Jets. It might have set their franchise back another 10 years. <laughs> because they have – because the only thing that this franchise had going for them was you were going to get the number one pick, and you – We're going to then draft, obviously, Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. And everyone says he's, you know, like the best prospect since I have heard like Andrew Luck. And I have also heard, you know, he might be even as good as like John Elway and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you look at that and that was the one thing that like the Jets fans had. And you go in as a 17-point underdog. And you know what? Really, it's more the Rams' fault. The Rams never should have lost that game. The Rams should have won easily going away. They – I don't know what they did, but they shit the bed. And now the Jets are probably going to get the second pick now. And now Trevor Lawrence goes to what I think is a better situation for him, which he'll go to Jacksonville. Yeah. He, he is a, a southern guy. Um, there's not there is not that New York media there's you know less I think pressure to win you know I think right away so um, yeah I think that's a huge win for you know for the Jaguars who you know can barely get like you know maybe a thousand fans to even show up to their game so I mean, really, you know. I mean, like COVID really hasn't really meant much really to the Jaguars since they don't play in front of anybody anyway. So, but yeah, yeah so, really. you know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it's a huge win for the Jags and a huge loss for the for the Jets. And now, who wants to go and actually coach now the uh, Jets? I, Nobody. I,
1: uh, you I know mean, what? I know. I got. I got somebody. It's Jason our old. It's our old pal Jay Jeezy. Jay Jeezy, Jason Gary. Oh my God! That's the guy you need to turn that franchise around. Mm. Wow. Take them to the playoffs and beyond. He's gonna win a, if he goes to the Jets. He's gonna win a Super Bowl with him. He is, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be upset today. I'm gonna be happy. Well, I'm they gonna will be...
0: put a statue up of him because he. I mean, like yes. they haven't won one since since what Namath, right? Yeah, <laughs> a long I mean seriously. I mean. So, it was crazy. So, anyway, yeah. I'll, yeah,
1: he gets that head coaching job. I'll be just as happy as I was for Dez getting his first touchdown since, like, 2016, I was, 2017.
0: I was Yesterday. about to ask you, man. How excited were you? How excited I was excited to see that X. You got to see the X. Yeah, I knew and it. That,
1: and and I saw that, you know, I'm surprised he caught it with that poorly placed ball Lamar Jackson threw. Yeah, you know, I mean, been. I've been saying it all along. He can't throw, but, you know. <laughs> Hey, but hey, Des did what he did. He went down and he went down as low as he could and got it.
0: Yeah. No, there. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, it was very
0: cool to see. Um, uh, is there anyone that you think can beat the Chiefs?
1: The Chiefs? Because um, I'm starting to think
0: like I don't know if anybody can beat them.
1: I mean, um, I think I think um, the Steelers still have a good shot of beating the Chiefs. Um, I do think – who else? All right, so here, um, while you
0: think, let me just tell you why the Steelers worry me. It's because they lost Bud Dupree on defense, and he was one of yeah. the best pass rushers. <laughs> and also, for some reason, over the last, like, six weeks, they cannot run the football. And if they can't run the football, I don't see them being able to just have a shootout with the Chiefs. That's why I see a team more like Tennessee, maybe Buffalo in the AFC. In the NFC, who I mean, who the hell knows who the best team in the NFC is? I mean, it might be the Arizona Cardinals for all we know. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's a, you know? it's a I
1: mean, what do you call it? Um, it's a toss up in the NFC. I
0: mean I don't yes. know what's
1: going on with any of the NFC teams. I have no idea I mean, what's going on. I know that you know
0: I would say ninety nine percent of the teams do not want to go to Lambeau. So I, you know, in, you know, what is it like early January, late January? So I think that the Packers would have the inside track on getting there. But do I think that they can really beat the Chiefs? No. no. Saints, Saints, I just, they just, they really haven't had their whole team all year. So how am I just going to expect that they're just yeah. going to turn it on? Thomas is decided? out rest of the yeah. season. Well, he's out for the rest of the regular season, and he's and they say that he'll be 100% for the playoffs, which is why they did it now, because the IR is only three weeks now. So they're yeah. just like, okay, you know what? You just need to rest and... We'll see you in the playoffs, but yeah, I mean, even the Saints, you know, even the Saints
1: aren't for sure aren't a for sure team in the playoffs anymore. Or, you know, aren't 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 for sure. Before you can almost automatically give the Saints a W, but man, they've been so up and down this season. And you said it, you know, they're they're been up and down with their injuries, but still, it's just something with the Saints has been off this year. Uh, something with the Seahawks has been off this year because they started off hot, and now oh, yeah. it's, it's hot, cold, hot, cold with them.
0: I still have the most faith, and again, I don't really know if I can tell you why, but I have the most faith still in Seattle that they would be the team that could maybe go up there and, you know, to maybe beat the Packers. But I know their defense hasn't been that good. I just know that Russell Wilson's really good, and I know that I was kind of joking around, but also don't count out Arizona. That offense is, I mean, they're really good. And man,
1: I don't know. I still think they're about a year away before they start, they I start think they are performing more consistently.
0: But I don't think a team wants to see them in the playoffs. Murray who can throw for 400, he can run for another 100 and you have Hopkins uh you know, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone that can really guard him and their defense is now starting to play better. I mean, again, they're what, 8 and 5? Nine and five. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: or no, maybe eight and six. Maybe eight and six. But I mean, I, again, I just I don't know in the NFC. Whereas in I'm pretty sure I know in the AFC who it's going to be. So,
1: yeah, yeah, the Chiefs in the in the AFC are really. I, I don't know what word to use. They're. I mean,
0: I think they're just a a dynasty waiting to happen. <laughs> is what I think.
1: Are they? Are they in the dynasty? Maybe they're they're in the dynasty If they now. win it this
0: year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm saying that, like, if they win it again this year, then you have to start, you know, and then – because I just don't see them, unless Mahomes gets hurt, I just don't see them not being good for the next, you know, three to five years of being, you know, really good.
1: So and, – and- and I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. It couldn't happen to a better coach than Andy Reid. Absolutely. After putting, with, after putting up with that shit show in Philly, and any chance I get to shit on Philly, I will. Yeah. And so, you know, he put up with that shit show in Philadelphia for so long, and they ran him out of that damn town. And now having the success that he's having in Kansas City, uh, I'm happy for him. Oh, me too. He's, uh, you know what, I,
0: as much as I hated Philly, I always kind of liked Andy Reid, and so when he went to a, a team like the Chiefs, um, I was like, okay, you know. Uh, and then, you know, I, I was really happy, obviously, last year when he won his first Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, no, I think that uh, that's just a really good football team, and it's gonna take it's gonna take someone's A plus game, I think, to beat them.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Hey, football's ramping up. Hey, Callaway, let me ask you something, man. You watch college football. You know how I feel about college football. It's not fun yeah. cuz I know the kids aren't getting paid. Um <clears throat> knowing who the four teams are pretty much every year in the playoffs. Does it make <laughs> yeah. it does it make it less fun to watch the playoffs in college?
0: It is now starting to. Um and it is not that I don't appreciate the uh, how greatness of, you know, I like the Alabama's and the Clemson's and the Ohio State's and all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, I mean because when this whole season kicked off, we talked about it on this podcast and I said I can probably list off, you know, who the uh, top 4 teams would be. I think I got 3 right.
1: Yeah, from, you got 3.
0: From like the very beginning, I already knew. And again, I and again, I don't see anyone beating Alabama this year. They're I mean, they're just that good. Um, And so, yeah, it does make it a little bit, you know, I would like to see the playoffs expanded. I I would like to see some more teams in it because it just seems like we are getting the same four teams every year. Um, And we're kind of getting the same results. like pretty sure we're going to have like an Alabama-Clemson national title game for, what, the fourth straight year? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean
1: College football needs to pull their head out of their ass and expand it to at least
0: eight, at minimum
1: eight. six. Hell, eight, at minimum six, but yes, at maximum at least eight. But <clears throat> yeah, it's not it's not fun when you got the same four teams. At least three same teams. It's it it takes the fun out of it.
0: Mm. And um You yeah, know what I didn't and, see I,
1: yeah I didn't see BYU.
0: No, I was wrong about them. They um I don't think even if they would have won that game up in uh, coastal carolina that, that they would have even had a shot but uh I still think that they are a damn good football team. I think that they will end the season at what like 10 and 1 something like that um and uh again just know that if you you know if you are a, a fan of a team and you see that you that you have to play BYU <laughs> get ready for a fight cuz they're they're just a bunch of grown men out there. So But yes, they're not but uh yeah, no, they didn't make it, so I was wrong on that one. But uh um uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 not really looking forward to the uh playoffs really. Um, especially with their note with there being no fans. Um it's just not quite the same. Um uh, especially yeah. with that, hey, I just think yeah. I know the outcome too, you know? It's not like <laughs> we have and that's my point
1: that's my point it's no fun when you know more or less who three out of the four teams are going to be because it takes the fun that's the fun about the playoffs in the nfl that's the fun that's the fun thing about the playoffs in the nba and the mlb is seeing some of those teams that you didn't expect to get in and then some have have a chance to make a run yeah and then you're like oh shit did you see that Exactly. Yeah, you know, And if you have the same four teams, it's, it's like playing the same song on repeat. Yeah, it's good, like, the first three times. But afterwards, after that, you're like, man, all right, I need to change to a different song because this shit is getting tiring. I'm tired of it already.
0: Like, it was kind of like when, like, the Warriors and the Cavs played, you know, for, I mean, like, three straight years in, you know, like, the NBA finals. It was kind of like, okay, like, I'm ready for someone else, you know. And then the yeah. – you know, and then the Raptors bust onto the scene and all that. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I think you like to see, you know, I mean, like some new teams. Um, I just think with the way college football is set up and <laughs> with, you know, just how well that these top teams recruit and they never rebuild, they just reload. And um, so I don't see really anything changing. So unless they were to explain the playoffs, but – even then you you would you would still probably have an Alabama Clemson final. So
1: I, I mean, think the I think college football just likes pissing people off. Yeah. I mean I mean look how long it took it took them to go to a playoff system when people are asking for forever. Before you had that complicated ass BCS, yeah. Yeah. Let's all vote and see who gets in there. That that was stupid. And then you have the playoff. Even the playoffs isn't fully fleshed out. I think it's still partially fleshed out, but still, at least it's the playoff system. It's just, Oh, that's you know, that's another, another reason that I'm going to drop in my bucket of why I don't watch college football.
0: Yep. And, um, you know, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, really, you know, I only like to watch, you know, my team, Arizona, but, they unfortunately went like 0-5 and and fired their coach. So um, there's not really much to watch for college football. So, uh, um, but yeah. So uh, let's talk about the NBA since you brought that up. So the uh, season is about to start.
1: Yep. Um, Yep. Yep.
0: Everyone is real excited. I think. Oh, wait. Yeah.
1: We we forgot to wish everybody a Merry Christmas at the start of the episode because this is coming out.
0: That is true. Merry Christmas everybody. Merry
1: Christmas. It's coming out like, you know, 2 days before Christmas.
0: Yes, absolutely. Sorry I about that. Ma- Merry Christmas. Merry Dippers.
1: Christmas. Dippers. Merry Christmas. All right, go So back at it. So the season starts. We're going to have some really good games on the on on the 25th which we talked about last week. Yeah. And no none of them are your none of them are the Phoenix Suns. Suns
0: play Wednesday night on TV. Yeah, Wednesday? Um Good. yeah ESPN so you'll be able to watch
1: it so it'll be cool for you. Is anybody um, playing on TNT cuz I got to watch AEW Wednesday.
0: Uh I don't know. I think TNT I hope got... not
1: cuz wrestling is way better than NBA at this point. <laughs> well, I don't know about well, I don't know about that either. At this but... point yeah cuz NBA hasn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But
0: anyway, so for the NBA, just let me get my two cents on this too. I think this is kind of a season where um, everyone thinks that the Lakers are going to repeat. Um, and they have definitely improved their team. So it's, it is going to be hard. I think for anyone to beat them. Um, yeah, I, I think a team to look out for, um, would be the Mavericks. If they can get healthy, um, you know, I don't think Luca can do it by himself. Um, even though he might win the MVP this year. Um, he's my pick actually to win the MVP is I think Luca is just going to be phenomenal, but, but the Mavs have to have Porzingis and they have to, um, maybe make, make a trade at the deadline. But, um, you know, a team like that, um, a team obviously like, you know, I don't think you can count out the uh, Clippers, um, yet, um, just because they still have uh, Paul George and and then also Kawhi Leonard. And, uh, you know, there's some other teams, like you can say, the uh, Trailblazers and the Jazz and the uh, Nuggets. How about the buck? Um So, yeah, that was just on the West. On the East, yeah. I mean, the East, I really don't know a lot. has kind of changed um, when it comes to players. I mean, now you have Brooklyn, who now has Brooklyn, healthy Kevin Brooklyn. Durant. They... <laughs> Have a healthy Kevin Durant, healthy Kyrie Young. Or um, uh, I'm not uh, I'm sorry, not Kyrie Young. Um I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving. I Irving, I Kyrie. yeah. I don't know why I say Kyrie Young, but um, so uh and then also they have my favorite player ever as their head coach. So yeah, Steve. Oh, Nash. Yeah. So Steve Nash. um so yeah, so I think they're gonna be very interesting to watch. Uh it might take a little bit for that team to kind of learn how to play together. But uh, yeah, I think the bucks are still the favorites probably in the East, but you know, I mean like teams like Miami and um, I think teams like Toronto, uh, the uh, 76ers, if a team in the East can somehow trade for James Harden, I know that's yeah. been, that's been a lot of speculation about, you know, you know where he might go if he stays or not. So if, you know like a team in the east can somehow pull off you know and they can maybe get him you know how does that shift the power but um i still think lakers and like the whole realm of things are the team to beat so i mean i hope i am wrong but unfortunately we'll see how it ends up but i am excited to watch because i think there are going to be some uh, surprise teams and um It'll be a little bit of a shorter season, which I like, and uh, we'll see how the uh, COVID thing and all that affects it. But
1: uh, speaking of of um, Harden, Callaway, yeah. what the hell's going on with him and Houston? What's he? What's he throwing the fit about? What is this? What's the whole issue going on with him and Houston? I know he has a short. As of well, last I checked, and that was probably a few days ago. And man, like I said, I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but he hasn't shown up to like any of the any of the workouts. So
0: um, he was uh, okay. There are a few things. A, I'm sure most people on this podcast that if you listen, most of the uh, Dippers know by now that I'm not a big James Harden fan.
1: No, um, he he's a scum devil, right? A,
0: all it, it, yes, and it basically all stems from from yes the fact that. He went to Arizona State. But also, I just don't think he is a great basketball player in terms of winning and being able to make players around him better. So I have always felt like he's kind of, um, you know, I call him, you know, like the black hole because whenever he gets the ball, he's not passing. He's going to do what he does and he'll shoot. You better hope he makes it. And he does, and he, you know, but so anyway, so he was, he has been unhappy because they fired Dantoni, who was kind of his coach, who was kind of a guy that let him have control of the ball. Yeah. That let him kind of do whatever he wanted to do. Um, and, um, so when they, when they decided to move in a, a new direction and they hired uh, the Mavs assistant, um, what's his name? Steven Silas, I think they were going to go back to more of like the actual, you know, more of like a pick and roll style, you know, kind of more of, more, I don't want to say I'm like, I'm like traditional, but, you know, more or less kind of running kind of what he used to run. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he was really too pleased with that him and Westbrook. I don't think really meshed um, just because Westbrook. And again, I said this when they made the trade la- um, What was it last year when they made that trade for Westbrook, I said, I don't think this will work because both these guys need the ball in their hands. Yeah. And so, I remember they, that. so then they then traded mm. Westbrook and they brought in John wall who I like. But again, he needs the ball in his hands. He is he is a guy that is he's more of like a true point guard, but he can also score. And so I just think Harden knows that the Rockets are not a championship contender. I think he wants to be on the championship contender. Um I think he has no problem going and like teaming up with somebody. Like I don't think he has any problem with that. That's why he said he wants to go to the Annettes or to the Sixers, or you know I you know, I don't know, but um but so so anyway, he was in Las Vegas training with a bunch of strippers for um, <laughs> while he um while he I guess kind of made his frustrations known, so when he then came back, he had to quarantine. And have I, I think like six straight negative tests and all that kind of stuff. So uh, he finally played, I think, like two days ago uh, in their preseason game. But he looked fat. He looked out of shape. And um, I just I'm just not a fan. I don't think that he he's a good number two, but I don't think he's a number one guy. In my in opinion. opinion but so, in
1: his mind he's the number 1 guy.
0: Oh, there's well, yeah, but I I mean, I think I think a lot of players in the NBA have to have that mindset, but um it it really just depends on what team you're on and you know how you buy into it because I'm certainly sure that for the Lakers, you know, you know, I'm sure that you know, you know, I'm like, I mean, um I I'm sure that Anthony Davis thinks, you know, that you know he is a number one, but he's kind of playing number two to LeBron. You know what I mean? So it yeah. you know, it just it just kind of depends on what the team dynamic is, but Harden's just not that kind of team player. He never has been. So
1: um now Ma- back be- many, many years ago, didn't yeah. Westbrook and Harden play together on the Thunder? Yeah, so it was Harden.
0: Westbrook and also and Durant. Durant, and they yep. went to, and then they went, they took Oklahoma City to the finals, um, and they got, uh, they got beat pretty bad, four one, something like that, and then, uh, and then that, and then that next off season was when the Rockets traded for him, um, mm-hmm. and um, so I think, and they, didn't, they didn't, I, I, well I didn't they didn't play
1: well then, they didn't play together no, well then.
0: Well, no, they did because I think Harden was young enough to where he kind of accepted his role. Once yeah. once he went to Houston, he was the man, you know? I mean, they they not only traded for him, but gave him like a max contract at that time. And, you know, and again, he has lived up, I guess, if, if you look at his numbers. I mean, he has been, you know, I mean, he's been an all-star. I mean, He's been an MVP candidate. I mean, and all that stuff. I mean, I even think he won an MVP. But um, you know, I just in my mind, you know, he needs he needs someone like a LeBron if he's going to win a title. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I think so. It's kind of like what what Durant had to go do, right? Because Durant okay. couldn't win it on his own.
0: A little bit, but see, I think. I think Durant's just a little different because I think he was kind of like LeBron, where he was so close, you know, where, um, you know, whereas whereas in LeBron was so close in uh, Cleveland, but then had to go to Miami and had to win with Wade and had to learn how to win, and then and then he was able to go back, you know, to a Cleveland and then he won, and I think that that was kind of Kevin Durant, where he had to (laughs) go. You know, to the Warriors, and he had to learn how to win, and he was the best player on that team. So that's why I'm very anxious to see how he does in Brooklyn and if he can be, you know, if he can, you know, if he actually can uh, carry that team to the finals. And, Mm. you know, I mean, obviously win, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's going to, I mean, it's very, I just, I, Harden, I just is a guy that, you know, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I just don't see it.
1: I. uh, Are you sure uh, you're not you're not seeing him through some through some? Oh,
0: um... I'm. Oh, oh, I'm sure that I am certain. I mean, there is certainly some (laughs) bias. I mean, I'm not saying that at all. I, uh, but I do think that some of what I say is, if you were to talk to some Rockets fans, I believe that they would say the same thing that I am saying. So, you know, um, you know what? For the Suns, I wouldn't want him on my team. I wouldn't want <laughs> him on the Suns. No, let he's, he's got to go.
1: That. He's got to go to the Suns now.
0: If he, if he does, I got to cheer. I'll, I'll be a Nets fan,
1: I guess. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, did, did somebody <laughs> just sign a max contract up in Milwaukee? Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, the largest contract ever for a, a center, Rudy Gobert, Frenchman.
1: Yeah, uh, Frenchman for, uh,
0: for yeah the uh, Utah Jazz, uh, two-time defensive player of the year. Really, um, has really has really grown as a player a lot over the over the last couple of years. Really, oh, no, um, okay.
1: You hit, uh, uh, but didn't didn't somebody else but, with the Bucks? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. So, but I was gonna say, but he was the one that started the. Whole like mm-hmm. COVID and, and like the NBA thing. Remember yeah, he when, did. He did. Remember yeah. when? Remember, remember,
1: remember? He was when, touching he, the he, microphone. Yeah, yeah. He touched all
0: the mics, and then all of a sudden, he was the first one to get COVID. And then, and, and then the NBA had to shut down basically because I, of it. I remember that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they shut down the maps like at halftime.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, Rudy Gobert is uh, an idiot and just touched all this stuff. So and he's positive. You don't know who guys. has COVID and he's positive, so we're just gonna shut it all down. Yeah. So, uh, but then also, um, but also one, uh, so yeah, so then um, at the same time, which is what I like to see for the NBA, and that is when one of like the top players in the league, they don't leave to, you know, they stay in the place that drafted them and they try and build up that team and they don't just go join like a super team. And that's what happened with the Bucks when they re-signed Giannis Antetokounmpo yes. for the Supermax of however many years for $250 million. I don't know. Ridiculous like that. But um, he is going to stay actually in Milwaukee, which I think is really good for a, a smaller market team like that. Um, and they made some nice acquisitions in the off season And uh, – you know, we'll see. I mean, these next five years, uh, you know, he needs to at the very least deliver one championship, don't you think?
1: Oh, if you're gonna sign somebody to max money, fuck yeah. <laughs> and
0: I mean yeah. well well I mean well I mean, not only that, but he's also your back to back MVP mm-hmm. of the league. And he's never made it to the finals yet. He mm. has got knocked out the last two years by I would say inferior teams. In the playoffs, <laughs> wow. so well, you know, I mean, again, I but he also hasn't had a whole lot around him, so he's basically doing it by himself, and he's putting up ridiculous numbers. Whereas in this off season, I think that one of his main things is, hey, look, you know what? I will sign this supermax, but you need to get me some players, you know. And so they went out, and then um, they got a point guard. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Drew Holiday. Um, they also signed some other guys. Uh, I can't remember all the names. There's yet. Yeah, I don't know. There's just too many to think of because they're always changing teams and shit. But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I do think that they are better than they were last year. And again, he's only gonna get better. God, what is he? 25, 26 years yeah, old. He's really young. I mean. Uh yeah, you know, I mean, he's the a Greek freak for a reason. I mean, so So a lot of a lot of
1: interesting stuff going down in NBA. Yeah. That's
0: good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a good season and uh I think they have one or I think they have actually the best commissioner. So I know yep. that, you know, he'll do whatever it takes and uh
1: No bubble games, enjoyed,
0: right? No bubble games. No bubble, but I can see it if you know, we're still in this pandemic um, come next summer. I could totally see the NBA doing the bubble for the playoffs again, though. I wouldn't rule that out at all.
1: It'll be so, rough. It'll be rough for a lot of those players. I mean, yeah. I mean stuck in a bubble. But, but, I mean- I think,
0: but you know what? They were able to, I mean, get through that whole bubble, and no one got sick. I mean, you had – I mean, like, you had, like, the full teams out there. I mean, like, they're you know, it's – I just think that it actually really worked. I mean, I know it it's worked. a big sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's obviously, you know, I mean, you are in this one place and you can't see your family and all that. But I think that, that it proved that, you know, it does work. So
1: You know, to piggyback off that, I saw – Yeah. Completely out of left field. I saw a oh, – a, a youtube documentary series it wasn't even a series it was like something that i just found on youtube when you go down the rabbit hole and i was seeing how they prepped the meals for that during the bubble man that shit was running like a well-oiled machine they had gourmet meals in oh, there galloway yeah. gourmet oh, yeah. meals that they, had they were a barber prepping shop,
0: for god's sake
1: it was amazing
0: they had, they, they had a barber shop yeah. They had, yeah, they they had everything they could. And plus if you saw some of these places that like the big stars were staying at, it wasn't like they were staying like a Motel Six. Oh no, no, these no. These no. guys these guys had suites that suites. were bigger than my house. Man. I mean, it <laughs> was I mean I mean, I know that Damian Lillard showed off his suite and it was literally bigger than my house. Uh, and, and- I mean, it was like two stories. It was it was ridiculous.
1: And so you know what the problem was? It wasn't the fact, it, and it wasn't it wasn't that oh they, that they're away from their families. It was the fact that they couldn't they didn't have the freedom to do what they wanted to do outside yeah. of the bubble. That's what that was. Because even then, yeah. people were sneaking out. They're sneaking out and going to the strip clubs and you know getting lap dances yeah. with no masks on. You know, things and, like- and yeah. I mean,
0: and yeah, and then, but that was just a small few and probably more that we don't know and, about. Well, yeah. I mean, that maybe didn't get caught, but the ones that got caught, they, they were the ones that had to not play games, you know, I mean, like they were the ones that had to go into, I mean, I think one guy from the heat got like kicked out. Uh, I mean, I think he got kicked out completely because he was sneaking in a bunch of prostitutes <laughs> up to his room. <laughs> He had him dressed like men or something, and they were walking up to his room. And yeah, the, I don't remember who it was, but they busted his ass.
1: So <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> ah, damn it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, hey, I also – so, okay, I know that you're not a huge golf fan.
1: No. All right? I know the Masters are coming but, back.
0: No, 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 no. Did you Man, happen turns. to see Tiger Woods? Oh, and his son. And his son? Yeah, that's been all over. That's been about, everywhere. It, okay, let me just tell you. This kid, his name's Charlie. He is destined for greatness. I'm going to put it on this kid right now. This kid could be even better than his dad. I mean, Wow. I mean, his swing, I mean, it was so much fun to watch. This kid, he is eleven years old. He has all the mannerisms of his dad. Yeah, I, mean, he, I saw a video I mean, comparison he, of mean, him and his dad, and it's yeah. so funny. Mirror, he, he walks; he has just mirrors him, and that swing. I mean, on Saturday, he had a hell of a drive, and they played most of his shots because he was hitting just great shots. But he hit it was a par five. I mean, he has a better swing than I do, and he probably hits the ball, if not farther than me, at least as far as me, and he's 11. And then he had, like – he so he hits it in the fairway, and then he has, like, a wood um, that, you know, he's about 200 yards away. He has to draw it, you know, I mean, like, around the trees, and he hits just an absolute beautiful shot hits it within like three feet, and taps in for eagle. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. Isn't that the one that Tiger was swinging? Yes. He was like, that was your first eagle. And it was on national TV. This kid had no nerves. He was just completely, you could tell, he is going to be great. Watch out for Charlie Woods. Because, again, he has all the resources. Clearly, he has the swing. And he loves playing. So, so what was it on Saturday? I
1: mean, what was it that, that him and his dad were playing? Was so it like bring your kid so to work Day?
0: Well, so uh so it's like the PNC championship and so and so yeah, what it is is that um is that the pros can play with a family member. Um so it can either be like their dad mm-hmm. or it can be like their son. That's cool. Or it can be like their daughter,
1: yeah.
0: or it can be you know, or it can be like you know, even someone as old as like Gary Player, he was playing in it because he wanted to play with his grandson.
1: Oh, that's dope. So, that's real you know, dope. I like yeah. that.
0: and so and and then you had Lee Trevino. Um, again, he played in it too, and again, he got to play w- with his grandson. And this has been going on for a long time. It's just that it got the notoriety this past week because of, because it's the first time that obviously tiger has ever been in because, um, because obviously Charlie wasn't old enough to play and his dad passed away and all that. So, um, but it was just really cool. And I, and I, I was just blown away by just the moxie of this kid at 11 years old to be on camera, to know you're being watched by millions, you know, and he did not disappoint. I mean, he hit quality shot after quality shot. I mean, you, I mean, you could really say that he outplayed Tiger. Tiger
1: <laughs> well, Tiger's sure. been, on the down, been on a down. It's been on a downslide for years. But, well,
0: but at the same time, Tiger won the match. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, he is yes on the downside. Like he's not like he was back in two thousand. No, he's not that Tiger. But he's still good. And, uh, um, and he played much, I mean, again, I, uh, and then, yeah, Sunday, they just, uh, they just could never make like that run to really get back in it. But, uh, it was just a cool moment. It was, uh, it was just cool to see because, you know, I think one of my very first moments when I really became like a huge golf fan was back in 97 when, you know, when a tiger won, his first major and it was the masters and he had that big hug with his dad. And then you see it kind of come full circle last year when then tiger won after all these years. And then he got to have that hug then Charlie. And then now you see Charlie playing golf and it's kind of like, this kid's going to be good. You watch. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, it was just, um, I just thought it was cool.
1: So. so you have to be at least 11 to play.
0: No, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's um I know that Matt Kuchar, his son, he played with his son and his son is his son was 13. Um I I mean, I know for a fact Charlie was definitely the youngest in the field. But I believe as long as you're not going to make a fool of yourself or I mean like, you know, you know, I mean like that's the thing too. Is like he didn't hit one like shot that went like Way left or way right, or he didn't top the ball, or like, you know, anything, you know, with all the nerves and being 11, you know, like, you don't know, like, and it was just, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I don't know the age limit, though. That's, that's really, I I don't know, but, uh, that's cool.
1: I guess, yeah. You know what? And that, that is the perfect way to go ahead and end the podcast. Let's end it on a high note, Callaway, because I thought we had some really good shit this week.
0: Yes, sir. Um, we have some great sports coming oh, up. Oh, it's going to
1: get better as soon as the, the NFL playoffs start, as soon as the NBA once starts, once, um, once oh, yeah. um, um, MLB starts up again. You know? Um, yeah, we're going to yeah. have some real good stuff coming up. Uh, I want everybody to follow us on Facebook, Dipping Without a Chip podcast. It's a page. Follow it. You can find us on Twitter, at no Chips Pod. You can find us on on uh, Instagram at no Chips Pod. Yes. And the most important place you can find us is at BellyUpSports.com. We have a podcast page. It's awesome. Hey, listen to us there. That's the one right there that I'm most proud of. So, hey. Oh, yeah. Go too. there, guys, and listen to us on, on the podcast page. And then check out all the other podcasts. Podcasts that we have available, too. Hey, check out some fantasy football. We, we're, Belly Up's got a bunch of writers. You, you want to know about what's going on in the MLB, NBA, NFL, pro wrestling, PGA, um, NHL. Mm-hmm. We, we got you covered like a blanket on a cold night. Ooh, I like that. Exactly. So, guys, check out the website. It's bellyupsports.com. And that's it, man. Cali, you want to say anything before we end this shindig?
0: Yeah, um, I just, uh, I just again want to say, I hope all you guys have a, a merry Christmas and a happy holidays, and uh, make sure and be safe out there. And uh, we will, uh, we will be back next
1: week. Hopefully, better, Hopefully than ever. better than ever. And everybody, have a, uh, I'll piggyback off of Cali. Have a Merry Christmas. And everybody, hey, don't forget to watch that the the best holiday movie ever made, Die Hard. Uh, you would mean the elf. Okay, <laughs> and I guess everybody would just have to hear us later. See you